It's albums like this that made me wish I had grown up in the 60s. Welcome back to Two Sisters in a TV, the classic TV podcast where we talk about all things and everything classic TV. Today we're going to take another deep dive into the world of music, this time by reviewing an album for the first time. I've never reviewed an album before. This is a first, so I can't wait to see how this is actually going to turn out. But I got this album recently, bought it from eBay and, uh, no, Amazon. Got it from Amazon. And it's an album I wanted for a long time, but I never actually got around to buying, but I decided to go ahead and do it. And I'm so happy that I did. It's one of my top five favorite albums at this point. The album in question is by The Temptations. It's called The Temptations with a Lot of Soul. It was released on July 17th, 1967. It is the fifth studio album by The Temptations. It, of course, was during that classic five period, which included, this was the period of when the members were in the group. The members included Melvin Franklin, Eddie Kendricks, Paul Williams, Otis Williams, and David Ruffin. This album was produced by Norman Whitfield. Now, originally, all of their material was produced by Smokey Robinson. But Norman Whitfield got his hands on The Temptations in 1966. The first song that he recorded with them, I believe, was Ain't Too Proud to Beg. And from what I heard, what I read in Otis's book, by the time they get done with that song, because he forced David Ruffin, who sang lead, to sing at a register higher than his normal range. So he really pushed David and the rest of the group to break through even more so vocally. He pushed them to go even harder vocally than they'd ever gone before. And by the time they were done recording the song, at last, according to Otis, David was drenched in sweat and his glasses were all over his face. But Norman Whitfield was known as being a tyrant in the studio. He was very demanding. He was very controlling. He was not the nicest person, but he was very, very talented. And with he and the Funk Brothers playing all of the instruments and all of the arrangements, they had one phenomenal hit album. This album peaked at number one on the R&B charts and number seven on the pop charts. So it was a big hit and it released four successful hit songs. It released uh, on the album, We Have I Know I'm Losing You, All I Need, You're My Everything, And Loneliness Made Me Realize It's You That I Need. All of these songs hit either the top 10 or the top 20 on both the R&B and the pop charts. So you had some really successful hits to come from this album. All the songs on the album are absolutely wonderful. Now, I, of course, don't have the vinyl. Um, I have the CD. But I'm going to just go through each song the way that it is on the actual album. Spot side one and then of course next of all side two now of course on side one the very first song is i know i'm losing you which which was by the time the album was released that july it had been uh, that song was released nine months earlier hit number one on the rme charts hit number eight on the pop charts that's that's where it peaked on both of those charts of course this song you know very hard-edged very driving, very, 
just in your face. And that's the way the entire first uh, side of this whole album is. All the songs are, I mean, Norman Whitfield really pushed the Temptations through limit vocally. He pushed them into a completely different level, a completely different plateau vocally with these songs. I mean, the arrangements were very driving. They were very demanding. And as a result, the guys had to really, you know, they had to meet those demanding arrangements and demanding orchestrations. And they did. I mean, they were wonderful. Most of the songs on this album, David Ruffin sings lead on most of the songs. But of course, all the guys get the shot in different ways. And that's another thing that makes it, makes, makes it such a good album. But of course, after I know I'm losing you, the second al- song on the album is Ain't No Sun Since You've Been Gone. Now, when I first heard this song, I was not expecting it to be the powerful song that it, that it is. I mean, from the very beginning, I was blown away. I mean, it's so powerful. David Ruffin sings lead, and he is does an amazing job. It's a great song, one of my all-time favorites. I love, love this song. And again, I mean, Norman Whitfield has another very demanding uh, arrangement. Demanding vocals are required to go along with the arrangement. And of course, I mean, it all comes together perfectly. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Next of all, you have All I Need. This, too, was a big song for The Temptations. It peaked, I believe, at number three on the R&B charts and number, I believe, eight over on the pop charts. Great song about a guy who has been unfaithful to his girlfriend and he just wants her. You know, all they need is for you to say that you forgive me. It's a great song. David Ruffin, again, sings lead vocals and, again, terrific song. The fourth song on the album, on side one, is my all-time favorite song by The Temptations, period. It's titled, Loneliness Made Me Realize It's You That I Need. This song peaked at number three on the R&B charts. That's September of 67, and it peaked at number 14 on the pop charts. Again, Ruffin sings lead vocals, but this time you get to hear in the last verse, you get to hear all of the other temptations as well. You get to hear, first of all, Paul, then Otis, then Eddie, and then Melvin. It's a great song. You get to hear all the guys shine. David's vocal is absolutely amazing. He was at his top on this song. This song, if you want to really hear the essence of David Ruffin, put on this song because he's amazing from start to finish. He, it just really is a, a it, it attests to what a phenomenal singer that he was. This song right here, of all the songs that David Ruffin did in his career, this one, I think more than any other, really shows what a phenomenal singer that the man was. And it's, again, my favorite Temptations song of all time. The next song on the album is a Paul Williams-led track. Now, Paul, in the early days, most of the vocals on the Temptations songs in the very beginning were done by either Eddie or Paul. Paul was also the choreographer within the group. He also choreographed some of the other acts for Motown, like the Supremes, I believe also Martha and the Vandellas. Um, You know, the stop the Supremes did in Stop in the Name of Love, well, that came from Paul. But by this point, Barry Gordy had gone and hired the legendary choreographer Charlie Atkins to not only work with The Temptations, but all the other Motown acts. Not Charlie, but Charlie, C-H-O-L-L-Y. 
And so that meant that Paul didn't have nearly as much to do. You know, it's pretty disappointing that he lost the choreographer position. And of course, he was not singing on lead very often anymore either, because basically all the leads went to either Eddie or David. And so Paul, you know, he was like, hey, I can sing too. You know, he began to complain and protest, and rightfully so, because Paul Williams was a wonderful singer. And, of course, the other guys also went to bat for Paul, and they were saying the same thing. Well, hey, yeah, give Paul some leads. And so they listen, and they decide to give Paul a lead on this album. The song is titled No More Water in the Well. Basically, it's Paul telling his girlfriend, I'm tired of you treating me like crap. You know, you're you're taking me for granted and I'm not going to do it anymore. And you do hear Eddie and David, you know, in the background, you know, they're also, you know, you hear their vocals in the song as well, very clearly. And so it's a really good song. Of course, Paul does an amazing job, which he always did. And so, you know, this too, another driving, demanding in your face tune. Now, the last song on side one is called Save My Love for a Rainy Day. This comes from Eddie Kendricks. He sings lead. Again, very powerful song, very driving. It's really pulsating, and it really just pushes the guys all the way to the edge, along with the Funk Brothers and Norman Whitfield. I mean, again, they were magic together. Um, If you think about 60s music, between the Funk Brothers and the Wrecking Crew, that's why there's so much great music from that decade. Because those two, those two collections of musicians, they really defined the sound of the 60s. So yeah, that wraps up side one. Side one, again, very driving. It is, is, it's amazing. But when you get to side two, the songs kind of take on more of a ballad approach. Some would even say that some of the songs get kind of sappy toward the end. I won't I won't go that far. I don't agree with that. But they do turn into ballads by the time you get over to, you know, the latter part of side two. Still great songs, though. You know, no one could sing a ballad at the Temptations anyway. The first song on side two is a Holland Dozier Holland song. Which is interesting and really good timing that we're doing this episode. Because for those of you who do not know... Lamont Dozier passed away the other day at the age of 81. So this is a great way to pay tribute to him and all that he brought to Motown because Holland Dozier Holland really helped to create that Motown sound. Now, they didn't work with the Temptations except for this one time because, first of all, Smokey Robinson had um, his lock on the Temptations and then Norman Whitfield had his lock. So they never had a chance until now to give them any material. But this was the one song by Holland Dozier Hall that they got to sing. And David sings lead. It's called One Last Look. Basically, you know, this couple is breaking up and the guy wants to look at his, you know, soon-to-be ex-girlfriend, you know, or I guess his ex-girlfriend. He wants to see her one more time, you know, while he, you know, has the chance to do so. Really good song. Really nice that they got to include a song on this album. And also, you know, rest in power to um, Lamont Dozier. The next song on side two is Sorry is a Sorry Word. Again, Ruffin sings lead vocals. It's a really good song, one of my favorites. If you go to YouTube, there's a really great video where you can see them recording it in the studio. Um, CBS did like a little special on Motown. And you get to see the guys in the studio recording the song. It's, it's, it's classic. I highly recommend going over there and checking it out. The video is about maybe 
less than 10 minutes. But this is a really good song. Like it very much, one of my all-time favorites. The third song on side two is another big hit that they had, You're My Everything. Eddie sings lead, Ruffin joins him on the bridge. And of course, they wrap the song up together. Wonderful song. I think it peaked at number one on the R&B charts, number six on the pop charts. A fantastic song. Beautiful song, beautiful arrangement, beautiful vocal from Eddie. Ruffin on the bridge. It's just a wonderful song all the way around. It's 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 absolutely flawless. The fourth song is another rough and led vocal titled Now That You've Won Me. Basically, this song comes from Smokey Robinson. He contributed this song to the album. Basically, you know, it's a guy saying, Okay, I'm your man. We're together. We're a couple. We're in a relationship. Don't screw me over. That's basically what the song is about. Really great arrangement, by the way. Marvelous arrangement and really, really good song. The fifth song on side two is called Two Sides to Love. It's another Eddie Kendricks led vocal. And again, Norman Whitfield did the arrangement. And basically, it's a guy telling a girl, you know, there are two sides to love. You've seen the bad side, but there's also a good side. If you stick with me, I want to show you the good side. Again, Really good ballad, and no one can sing a ballad quite like um, Eddie Kendricks. And then the last song on the album, this is really a, a, a unique spin. It's called Don't Send Me Away. Smokey Robinson also contributed this track to the album. Interesting thing about it is that Otis sings lead on this song. Otis had a really good voice. I'm sure he still does. But uh, this gave him a chance to shine. You get to hear how he handles a song singing lead. Now, Otis Williams gets a lot of hate for different reasons, but I have to give him his props. I have to give him credit. Otis knew when to stay in the background. Otis knew he didn't have a powerful voice like David Ruffin or Dennis Edwards or Ollie Woodson or Eddie Kendricks or Paul Williams. He didn't have a voice like any of them or some of the other guys in The Temptations down through the years. He didn't have the stage presence that they had either. He didn't have the stage presence of Melvin Franklin or Ron Tyson, but he knew to stay in the background. He knew to let the guys with the greater, uh, better voices, the stronger, more powerful voices, and with the, the greater stage presence be out front. He didn't let his ego get in the way and cause him to, hey, it's my group. I want to be out front. I want to be the top dog. I want to have all the attention. He was smart enough to know where he needed to stay within that group when it came to the the, the records, the albums, the material, and, of course, the performances on stage. And from what I understand, he's still keeping his place in the background. So got to give him props for that. Very smart. But yeah, check out this album if you haven't ever heard it before. It's in its entirety on YouTube. You can check it out over there. You can, of course, get it like I did on Amazon. It's also available on eBay. I love this album. I can't tell you how much I enjoy listening to it. It's absolutely wonderful. I mean, it, it really shows the temptations at their peak during that classic five era. Now, 1967 was a great year for music anyway. I mean, the Beatles released Sgt. Pepper. The Mamas and Papas released Deliver. Frank Sinatra, Nancy Sinatra, they had their song, Something Stupid. You had the Turtles, they released Happy Together. The Rolling Stones released Ruby Tuesday. Excuse me. 
Um, the Supremes had great material. Elvis released a gospel album, very successful. The Four Tops released Seven Rooms of Gloom. Uh, back to the Supremes, they released uh, The Happening, Reflections, In and Out of Love. Uh, you had this song, Ode to Billy Joe, by I believe her name was Bobby Gentry. Great song. Also released in the summer of 1967, I believe. Speaking of 67 and that summer, The Doors, Light My Fire, came out around that time. So you have a lot of great music. The Beach Boys released Wild Honey. And then, of course, years and years later, Smile was released, which also was recorded in 1967 and late 66. So it was a great time for music at the Monterey Pop Festival that summer. So this album by The Temptations was definitely a part of all the great music that came out that year. It definitely was a huge part of it. And, uh, you know, I love 60s music. You know, I have a very special affection for it. It makes me melt, literally, at times. I love, love music from the 1960s. It's it's wonderful. Now, I loved growing up in the 70s and 80s. I loved my era. I love everything from those two decades. But when it comes to music, I think the 60s has something really special. I think the 60s has, has music that no other decade can top. Not even the 70s or the 80s, the 90s, the the present day. I think the 60s just really has had something special. And I'm so happy that people like 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 us, who were not here yet at the time, get to still enjoy all of this marvelous music today. It's it's such of a of a gift and such a blessing, and I couldn't be happier about it. So yes, this album again, it is titled. The Temptations with a Lot of Soul, released on July 17th, 1967. Check it out. I think you would really, really like it. And that's going to wrap up this episode of Two Sisters in a TV. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time and your attention and all of your support. We'll be back with a brand new episode in about a week. And until that time, we'll see you all then.